Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Let's do this. Another day, another dollar, another edition of The Drive. You're listening to The Drive on 610 Sports Radio, 610sports.com, and the Odyssey app. My name is Karenton Harrison. Excited to be here with you as we get you ready for Super Bowl 58 between the Kansas City Chiefs and the San Francisco 49ers. We certainly are going to have a lot of time to talk about that. But you know what? You want to know who came and stole the news cycle as we are getting you ready for the Super Bowl It is the Kansas City Royals. The Royals are the top story today in Kansas City as Bobby Wood Jr. has gotten absolutely paid. We'll get you the terms of the deal coming up. But first, you guys know the vibe. Pizza time on the drive. Carrington, dial me up right now. Caller number 6, 913-586-7610. They win a pizza from our friends over at Pizza Tasio. Pizza Tasio is Kansas City's best New York-style pizza, and they've taken over the town. They lovingly use 100% whole milk mozzarella, all organic tomato sauce, with locally grown fresh ingredients, all made by KC guys who both know and love pizza. So if you're in the mood for Maybe just some slices or a whole pie is more your vibe. You sure visit them now at pizzatasio.com. That's pizza, T-A-S-C-I-O.com. I I need you guys to do me a couple of favors. Number one, I need you listening to The Drive each day at 2 o'clock right here on 610 Sports Radio, 610sports.com, and the Odyssey app. And number two, I need you to tell one friend, you don't got to tell two friends, that if you want some of the best pizza and big game coverage around, then I'd keep it locked in right here on The Drive on 610 Sports Radio. We have a very show plan here coming up over the next four hours and 30 minutes. We'll be joined by John Morosi of MLB Network. Coming up in 90 minutes, we'll be joined by Cody Decker, former baseball player, does great work with SiriusXM. Mitch Holtis will be on the show coming up at 4 o'clock. Ryan LaFever will be on the show today. We have Josh Vernier in studio in the 5 o'clock hour. It is a major news day talking about one of the biggest stories in the history of the Kansas City Royals. According to Jeff Passan of ESPN, the Royals have signed Bobby Wood Jr. to the largest contract in franchise history, a deal that is reportedly worth $288.8 million for an 11-year deal. There are some other particulars of the deal. We don't need to get into every single dollar that Bobby Wood Jr. is going to make in his time in Kansas City. Just know that it is a bunch. I think there are two separate ways of looking at it. Let's look at it through the lens of Bobby Wood Jr. to begin things. I remember probably about a decade ago, I remember... Billy Butler coming in studio. This is back when Danny and I were hosting together. 
And I remember hearing Billy Butler tell stories about how it could be in Kansas City. And it was very obvious that Billy Butler believed everything that he was being told by Dayton Moore. And you could hear it in his voice. You could hear it in his tone that he was a believer in the plan that Dayton had sold him. Eventually, it is going to happen here in Kansas City. But I need you to believe And when I saw this deal come across my timeline and when Rob told me the breaking news, it brought me back to that place because you don't sign an 11-year deal in Kansas City unless you believe in the vision. Bobby Witt Jr. was going to get paid, whether it was from Kansas City, St. Louis, the Yankees. He is one of the best players in baseball. Money wasn't the issue. It was security, and it was, am I going to have a chance to win here? Bobby Witt Jr., at a minimum, is locked into playing for the Kansas City Royals until he is 30 years old. He is 22. You guys remember when you were 22, how far away 30 years old felt like. We are talking about a player who hasn't even reached the prime of his career yet and has already turned himself into one of the better players in baseball. He finished seventh in MVP voting this year on a team that was never competitive. You have to sell that player that eventually, as he continues to grow, that your organization is also going to grow. And more important than the money, which is obviously a lot of money, that you're going to give him a chance to play in really meaningful, really important baseball games. And they did that today. You don't sign that contract for that length unless you are certain in the vision, unless you believe in the plan that they have told you, that they have shown you something that has given you enough confidence that you say, all right, I'm in. We could be talking about Bobby Witt Jr. never playing for another organization. So when you get through this early part of the deal, you then have four one-year options. That is solely up to Bobby Witt Jr. That at that point, once he turns 30, at any point, I can pull the ripcord and I can go play for any team I want. You had your opportunity. Well, if this organization does what I think they can do and what they have shown us over the last three to four months, I don't know if we'll need that. So the number one part of this I think that's very important to discuss is that the Royals sold Bobby Witt Jr. on a plan, and he believes it. If he believes in the plan and is willing to commit his future to it, maybe the Royals have something here. I also think it's important to look at this through the perspective of the organization and the perspective of John Sherman. Let's at least be clear on one thing. This is a down payment on a brand new stadium. Because at least from what I've seen, aside from some of you that don't feel like the taxpayer should pay for this stadium, there is a large majority of you that feel, hey, the Royals aren't good enough for this tax increase. Hey, the Royals are asking for our money, but what are you doing for us? We want to see certain things. We want to see you check the boxes as an organization before we commit to giving you the amount of money that you're asking for. This is a down payment on the stadium. This is a, hey, you guys wanted to see us be more competitive and you wanted us to put money back into this team. We've done that. The Royals were very aggressive in free agency and went out and spent money. And we just saw John Sherman do something that no other Royals owner has done. For as great as David Glass is, and one day they will probably build a stadium outside Kauffman Stadium to celebrate his accomplishments here in Kansas City. He couldn't convince Eric Hosmer to stay. He didn't convince Lorenzo Cain to stay. He didn't convince 
these great players that they had in 14 and 15 to sign on and give their entire prime of their career to the organization. Josh Sherman did that with the player who is better than all of them. A player that's better than Hosmer, better than Moose, better than Lorenzo Kane, better than Salvador Perez, better than any player that they've had over the last 15 years. This owner got that player to commit long-term to the Kansas City Royals. John Sherman deserves a lot of credit for that. But let's not at least confuse this part of it. This was a down payment on the stadium. This was a, hey, I, I, I've heard you guys. You guys have been very vocal about what you need from us as an organization. I'm willing to show you. You don't believe that I'm willing to put money into this organization. You can't put more money into the Kansas City Royals than we've seen John Sherman do over the last 90 days. Whether it was going out and being aggressive in free agency or committing to Bobby Witt Jr. almost $300 million potentially over the next 11 seasons, which could go even higher depending on Bobby Witt Jr. continuing to opt into these one-year deals, basically four years of one-year club control. But I think it's really important to acknowledge that John Sherman has done something that no other owner has been willing to do in Kansas City or financially willing to stretch, and that he is willing to show you how serious he is about bringing a winner back to Kansas City and how what has happened over the last two, three, four seasons in Kansas City is absolutely unacceptable, and that is behind us. The Royals should be taken seriously now. We should treat the Royals like a big boy organization. One thing I don't want to hear coming up in a couple of months is, oh, well, this is about developing the young guys. No, not when you've spent the amount of money that they've spent, not when you've committed to the franchise the way that we've seen them do. This is a really exciting day if you are a Kansas City Royals fan, a really exciting day if you are a Kansas Cityan. The Royals are asking a lot from us over the next 10, 20 years or so. They are asking for a pretty sizable financial commitment to the organization. Well, they had to be the ones to make the first move, and they did that. They did that in December. They did that in January, and they just did it in February, signing Bobby Wood Jr. to the largest contract extension in franchise history that will guarantee him almost $300 million over the next 11 seasons. This is one of the best days in the organization's history regarding the Kansas City Royals. Coming up in about 20 minutes, we'll be joined by John Morosi of MLB Network. We'll find out how this deal came together and what it means for the Kansas City Royals. I also want to take some of your phone calls. This is a deal that is really important to you guys as well. 913-586-7610. That's 913-586-7610. Coming up on the other side, we'll try to put into context how great Bobby Witt Jr. has been in the first two years of his career. Keep it right here. It's The Drive. The Drive with Carrington Harrison. Brought to you by Deep Esquale Moore. Car, truck, or motorcycle wreck? Remember, Mike's got this. On 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. 
Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The Drive with Carrington Harrison on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. We're going to be joined by John Morosi coming up in about 10 minutes or so. So we let off today's show with the new contract for Bobby Witt Jr. as he just signed one of the most lucrative deals in baseball. The Royals have committed 11 years, $288.8 million to their superstar infielder. And a couple of our texts are this. So my stance on this is really twofold. If you were Bobby Witt Jr., Bobby Witt Jr. just gave the greatest cosign to the Royals organization that they could. If you were Bobby Witt Jr., the money was always going to be there. If you are a talented player the way that he is, you get paid eventually. Eventually. You get the massive contract. You get the $300 million deal. If you just conti- if he just continues to be the exact same player that he is, and I'll give you a comparison of who he's been, but if you just continue to do exactly what you're doing, if you don't even improve as a player, Bobby Witt Jr. gets $300 million. The fact that he was willing to give up at least a guaranteed two years of free agency to the Kansas City Royals is a pretty significant deal. And the way that he structured his contract – gives the Royals a lot of flexibility over the next four years to go build a winning baseball team. In 2024, Bobby Witt Jr. is going to make $2 million. In 2025, he is going to make $7 million. In 2026, $13 million. In 2027, $19 million. So he is going to give them four years of, I mean, you guys owe me some money, but you know what? I'll backload that contract to eventually get paid. Now, four years from now is when the deal really kicks in, 30 million, 35, 35, and then he has four one-year player options. So at that point, he can determine when he is 30 years old, do I want to continue to play for the Kansas City Royals? But the fact that at a minimum, Bobby Witt Jr. has locked in seven years of club control with the Kansas City Royals is a significant contract. Someone just texted this in. CDOT is the Bobby Witt deal, one of those deals that's just for show. Not really sure how they work sometimes. Is he just going to leave or get traded after two years? This deal guarantees that they're not trading him. This is one of the best contracts in baseball for one of the best young players in baseball. And if he continues to grow and develop, Either they will renegotiate his deal in 2031 or he'll opt into the deal and you have one of the best young players in baseball. Like, I don't think that there is a reason to be cynical about this contract or the direction of the Royals. I would say that this offseason, the Royals did everything that their fan base asked them to do. I understand that the relationship between the public and the Royals has been very rocky over the last couple of years. It has been a long time since they have played in a very meaningful baseball game. But you, the fan, asked for changes. You asked for improvements. You wanted to see the Royals show you a level of commitment that what has happened over the last couple of years was unacceptable. And they did that. 
The Royals can't win any baseball games in January. That's not how it works. They can't win any baseball games in December. That's not how it works. But they have at least shown you a commitment and built a team that I think you can be proud of and one that is heading in the right direction. Now, Rob, let me give you an historical comparison for Bobby Witt Jr. So I looked it up, and I looked at a player that I think is really, really good. So I looked at Ronald Acuna Jr. You and I agree that Ronald Acuna is a great baseball player. He won the MVP award this year. So his first two years, he was 20 and 21. So basically the same age as Bobby Wood Jr. They are very comparable players. Well, Rob, during that time, he had six triples. Bobby Wood Jr. has hit 17 triples in his first two years in baseball. Bobby Wood Jr. has more hits than Ronald Acuna had in his first two years. He has more doubles than Ronald Acuna had in his first two years. He stole more bases than he did. He has a higher batting average than Ronald Acuna had in his first two years. A higher slug. He is a he is trending to be a better player than what Ronald Acuna was in his first two years in Major League Baseball. And the Royals just lock that player up for a minimum of the next seven years. Bobby Witt Jr. has a chance to be a superstar. I would say that the Royals, and maybe Salvi's a little bit different. Like, maybe you would consider Salvi to be a superstar. He certainly was a great player. Eric Hosmer was never a superstar. Lorenzo Cain was never a superstar. Mike Moustakis, great players. And you have great memories, and they helped this organization win a championship. But the Royals have not had a superstar player on their team since probably Zach Grinke back in 2003, 2004. Beltron, maybe? Maybe you would count Beltron, but I would say that Beltron at that point was a good player. Like Bobby Witt Jr. is trending to be a player that can win AL MVP. That's what he is trending to be. At 23 years old, he hit 30 home runs, had almost 100 RBIs, and stole almost 50 bases last year. Like Bobby Witt Jr. is trending where he can make an argument that he is one of the five to ten best players in Major League Baseball at some point over the next seven years of this contract. This is one of the best things that the Royals as an organization have ever done. I think Bobby Witt Jr. is probably the most talented player the Royals have had since George Brett. Pure talent. No one at 22-23 was doing the things at the Major League level that Bobby Witt has done already in Kansas City. And listening to Vern this weekend during the Royals rally, J.J. Piccolo said, I think he's just starting to scratch the surface. I think he's just starting to really find himself and has a chance to ascend. Carrington, our entire lives, every time the Royals had a player like that, you know how the conversation ended? With him walking in free agency or them trading him in the final year of his deal because Kansas City couldn't afford him. It was just, oh, the financials will never work out. Zach Greinke got traded. I know he wanted to go to a winner, but Zach Greinke got traded. He had to get traded. He wasn't going to do any winning here because you had to maximize him. Carlos Beltran, who I mentioned earlier, same deal. Johnny Damon, Jermaine Dye. I can name a slew of very talented Royals players who came through, and the story was, man, I hope we can make some of their rookie contract years because if not, they're going to look great in Yankee pinstripes. But now... John Sherman, who let's admit had been public enemy number one with fans for a long time, said no mas. The most talented player you have had in a long, long time is wearing royal blue for a long, long time. This is a massive deal for the Royals, and a guy of that talent has never stayed in this town in our lifetime, Carrington. It hasn't happened. No, it, it certainly hasn't happened, and I would say that the system doesn't really allow it in Major League Baseball. Like, if you are a player as good as Bobby Witt Jr. is, 
you play out your rookie contract, you deal with the arbitration, and eventually when the clock expires, the same way that we saw it expire with Eric Hosmer, you go sign to a significantly bigger market. Like, that is the way that Major League Baseball contracts are designed. You get drafted by a team, you play out for as long as that contract requires you to play for that team, and eventually you get funneled to one of the big franchises in Major League Baseball. The fact that Bobby Witt Jr. has made a commitment to Kansas City at least until he is 30 years old, this is maybe the most anti-baseball thing that we have seen. We haven't seen a whole lot of players in his situation make this kind of commitment. Like we haven't really seen we haven't really seen too many players in Bobby Witt Jr.'s situation sign up for this long with an organization like the Kansas City Royals. Normally you just wait it out and normally you just let it play. But the fact that he has done this in basically playing three hundred games for the Royals is a pretty significant, I think, commitment to what the Royals are building and what the Royals are trying to do. Bobby Wood Jr. signed up for at least the early part of his prime. He has locked himself into the Kansas City Royals during one of their darkest periods as an organization. Bobby Wood Jr. deserves a lot of credit for the sacrifice that he is making for the Royals and for how flexible the contract is. This is a really, really flexible deal that basically will pay Bobby Wood Jr. $41 million over the first four years of this deal. He's worth much more than that. This is a sacrifice from the player here. Maybe this is an apples to oranges comparison, I'm afraid by me, but the structure doesn't seem a little Mahomes-ish. I know the cap makes it different, all those things, but the Chiefs and Royals both identified their star player and their star player got paid and is going to get paid big, but both star players are leaving flexibility for the team to be good around them. Our top text is these long-term contracts don't impress me. The rest of the team is trash. Bobby Witt's deal the next three years is not prohibitive. It is not stopping the Royals from being aggressive in free agency, aggressive on the trade market, and bringing in guys like Hunter Renfro, bringing in guys like Seth Lugo who can improve the team. It's not an exact apples to apples comparison, but Patrick Mahomes did this with his deal. Hey, I'm going to get mine, but don't worry. I'm going to leave some flexibility for the team to make sure while I'm getting mine, we're doing some winning on the actual field. Yeah, I would just say in that scenario, you just don't want to be optimistic about the Royals at this point. Like if the top text is cool, we signed a guy to a great contract. Does that translate to wins or hamstring the team for 12 years? Then you just don't want to buy into the Royals at this point then. Like there's nothing the Royals could have done over the last four months that could make you believe more than what they've done. Because I would say what we have seen the Royals, what the Royals have done as an organization is unprecedented. And if you were calling Bobby Witt Jr. a guy, then you just haven't watched the Royals then. You just haven't watched them. And that's fine. Hey, you don't you don't get streaming. You didn't sign up for Bally Sports Plus. That's perfectly fine. If you were calling a – Bobby Witt Jr. is a baseball prodigy. That's what he is. He's a baseball prodigy. If you do what he has done at his age and you have been as good as he has been – in his age. That is exactly what we call you at the sport. You are a prodigy. The Royals just signed a prodigy to a long-term extension. And Bobby Wood Jr. has done something that no other Royals player has ever done. I think it's fair to say he has done something today that no other player in the history of their organization has ever agreed to do. With this much money, with the level of commitment that he has made to the Royals, not a single player has made this. 
sacrifice for the Royals. This is a really, really significant deal for the organization. And these are the kind of moves that if you turn out to be what I think you can be as Bobby Witt Jr., you turn out to be a folk hero. You turn out to be that guy. And the narrative that baseball has spun for basically our entire life that you go, that you are really, really good and eventually you get absorbed by a bigger market. Bobby Wood Jr. just told you, I don't care about that. I like it here in Kansas City. I want to be here in Kansas City long term and I want to see this thing through. That's a pretty significant commitment from a player. Coming up on the other side, we'll be joined by John Morosi of MLB Network. We'll get his thoughts on this record breaking deal as Bobby Wood Jr. has signed an 11 year contract that is worth almost $300 million. Keep it right here. It's The Drive. You're listening to The Drive with Carrington Harrison. Remember to follow the show on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by Deep Esquale Moore. Car wreck? Get the money you deserve. Mike's got this on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. You're listening to The Drive with CDOT on 610 Sports Radio. Let's head to the phone lines right now and be joined by John Morosi of MLB Network on this breaking news day as Bobby Wood Jr. signs an unprecedented 11-year, almost $300 million deal. I mean unprecedented, John, is it's unprecedented for the Royals. I know other teams normally sign these kind of contracts, but the Royals, John, never seem to sign players to these kind of deals. Garrington, it's a great day in the midst of a great week in your outstanding town of Kansas City, I would say. Uh, Certainly, Bobby Wood Jr., uh, if I could step into fan mode for a moment, he's one of my favorite players to watch in the game. Love watching him play. You think about the historic nature of his 30-30 season, first ever in Royals history, dynamic defender at shortstop. He is exactly the kind of player that you want to build your franchise around, and so that's what the Royals are doing. That's exactly what they're doing right now with a player who is so unique with his skill set. I also think, too, Carrington, anecdotally, uh, I covered the World Baseball Classic last year, and, and you know how important the tournament is to me and how much I care about it. And I, It was really fun for me to see how Bobby handled himself among all the greats on Team USA. He was the youngest position player there. And for him to just absorb it all and both respect the veterans around him, Mike Trout and Mookie Betts and Kyle Schwarber and all, all the greats, respect all of them while also understanding that he had a place on that team as well. That just said a ton to me about the person, the player we see. We understand what he does. But I, I just think that snapshot 
and he made an impact, Carrington, on that team. And I think that was just a glimpse of what's to come. When you can stand out on a Team USA as the youngest player there, uh, that's the kind of player who is deserving of the type of investment the Royals made today. John, a big point for me is the level of confidence that Bobby Wood Jr. is showing towards the organization. I mean, you and I know how the financials of this work. Bobby Wood Jr. was always going to make a lot of money playing baseball because he is one of the best baseball players of the world. But the fact that he was at least willing to, at a minimum, give up two years of his free agency to lock and guarantee himself into Kansas City shows that he has a lot of confidence in this thing getting turned around here. He does, and I think it was important. Uh, you you read in the statement he thanked John Sherman. He, he conveyed his confidence in the front office, and I think that's why you look at all the elements here, Carrington, both on and off the field going on with the Royals. Obviously, there's the stadium conversation, which everybody listening knows way more about than I do, but it's, it's there and it's part of where the organization is right now. And then I think it's the offseason. I, I don't believe that that Bobby Wood Jr. signs this deal unless he saw the investment that was put in the roster in, in the likes of Lugo and Waka within the last couple months. And I know that that might sound kind of odd to, to hear me say right now, but I really believe that it was a multi-step process. That This is not the kind of a deal that you sign just because the number sounds good and you roll out of bed one day and say, yeah, you know what, I'm ready to do this. It's about the fit. It's about what Bobby sees in the long-term view of the organization. And, and let's also remember the story of his family and his father playing the game and being so closely involved in it generationally. Bobby Witt Sr. understands the value of stability. You think about his career and, and all the success he has as a major league player. Bobby Witt Jr., because of the way he was raised in the game, knows what to look for in terms of the stability of an organization. And, and this is not just the result of John Sherman saying, yes, I'm, I'm ready to spend the money. This had to be the byproduct of really years of conversations and affirming to Bobby Witt Jr. through his very well-trained perspective that this is the kind of place that he wants to play and, and be comfortable, he and his family, for years and years to come. And I think certainly geographically, it's, it's a franchise that's relatively close to where he grew up, a short flight away. And certainly speaking here as a fellow Midwesterner who lives in the AL Central footprint, this is a division that when you show that you've got the right kind of a team, you can win consistently. The Royals have a championship from nine years ago that's a result of that. And there's a lot of optimism in, honestly, places like Detroit near where I live that this is a, a, a division that can be won in the next couple of years. So I, I think it's, a, it's the right timing. And, and I look at the Royals, especially with Pasquantino coming back for a full season, what Bobby does for the middle of the diamond. I, I'm a big believer in Melendez. There are some nice pieces for this team. Reagan's, what, what he did coming in last year at, at the midway point of the season. So I, I think you got to really credit J.J. Piccolo, Scott Sharp, the, the full group there of people that have built this team into one that 
Bobby Witt Jr. now believes in. Right now, we're talking to John Morosi of MLB Network for a couple more minutes, talking about the breaking news that Bobby Witt Jr. has locked himself in long-term with the Kansas City Royals, at least 11 years, $288 million. John, you cover this sport. You obviously have seen a lot of Bobby Witt Jr. What do you think his ceiling is? Because I looked at his first two years, and I compared it to Ronald Acuna, maybe the best player in baseball, just won the NL MVP, and Bobby has been better in his first two years than Ronald Acuna. What do you think his ceiling as a player is? all-star MVP uh, and 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 the kind of player that can win multiple MVPs because and I speak as an MVP voter I always love when I get a chance to vote for players and I, I've loved voting in the past for Mookie Betts I certainly voted for Mike Trout uh, I voted for Jose Ramirez players who are true two-way players run scorers run stoppers run producers and Bobby Witt Jr. can do all of those three things. The production piece, and obviously we can debate how much RBIs really belong in, in an MVP conversation, but certainly the better the team gets around him, the more run production he'll have. But, but he can also drive himself in 30 times, which, which he did this past year, and, and he can certainly steal a ton of bases. He gets on base. He plays a high-premium defensive position. This is the kind of player who is in the top five of an MVP year after year after year. I know that because I've watched him play and I've filled out MVP ballots. And this is the kind of player that I vote for all the time. And, and I mentioned the top five because, and obviously Shohei is now in the National League, but you never knew in the last five or six years when Shohei would do something that's totally unexpected or Aaron Judge at 62 home runs. So you can't ever say, well, he's got to win the MVP this year. To me, I, I think – top five and top ten finishes are much more illustrative of a player's value. Jose Ramirez did not have to win an MVP in Cleveland for me to know how important he is in this division and in this sport. And I know that Jose Ramirez, look at his track record. He's a top five MVP finisher. That's the kind of player that I believe Bobby Witt Jr. is. And in a good year, when the league breaks the right way and the Royals are winning a division or winning a wild card and they're right in that conversation, he's going 30-30 and He's batting 310, and, and the Royals are a significant team. All those elements come into play. He, that's the kind of year in which he can win an MVP. So I'll say this. I will be, Carrington, surprised if he does not win at least one MVP during the course of this contract. And it's, it's hard to win an MVP, but I believe he can do it. Last question here, John, and we appreciate your time. The Royals have obviously spent a lot of money over the last 90 days or so. They were very active in free agency. There were not many teams in baseball that were more active than they were. And then you go out and you sign this deal. What do you think that a signing like this and an offseason like this says about their new ownership group with John Sherman? It's a tremendous uh, point that, that is, I, I'm, I'm imagining for Royals fans right now, a big rallying cry, a, a mark of confidence. A, a real stamp, an imprimatur that this team is going to be able to compete. Now, I'm not going to necessarily predict them to win the division this year, although I certainly think it's, it's possible when, you're, when your foundation of your rotation is that much better because, to your point, Carrington, you think about John Sherman and the investment that has happened in the last several months on pitching. If you add in the Reagans trade plus Lugo plus Waka, none of those three guys were in the rotation in the middle of July. Uh, before the middle of July, let alone uh, obviously now. So that, that to me is a really important stamp. I think now the next, the next test will be to maybe put those finishing touches, maybe one more bat or two, whether it's at the deadline or next offseason. 
But you're clearly seeing, Carrington, from my perspective, a commitment to winning. And I'll tell you what, whenever you've seen teams win consistently in this division, certainly it was true of the Royals of of Musakas and Hosmer and and Sal Perez of a generation, of of a decade ago, it was the homegrown element with then some supplemental pitchers brought in like Cueto and then Zobris via, via the trade market. That was the recipe. And so I think if you're a Royals fan saying, where are my signs that I could see a similar run of success to what we had a decade ago, a contract like this is part of that. Lugo and Waka are part of that. And I, I do think John Sherman earned a ton of very well-deserved goodwill and trust among Royals fans today because this is a monumental contract. And so I congratulate Bobby. I congratulate the Royals and certainly Royals fans because it's a very, very bright day for the great city of KC. That is John Morosi joining us on the show today. He is with MLB Network talking about the top story of the day in baseball. The Kansas City Royals have committed the most money that they ever have to a baseball player. 11 years, $288 million to their superstar infielder, Bobby Witt Jr. John, appreciate your time. Thanks a lot for hopping on with us today. Thanks, Carrington. Congrats again to everybody. Uh, good luck on Sunday. I, I wish we were so close here in the great state of Michigan to having a rematch of the first game of the season. I thought it was going to happen, but uh, all my best to the Chiefs on Sunday. <laughs> Absolutely. That's John Morosi joining us on the show today. Great stuff for him and MLB Network. These are the three biggest contracts that the Royals have ever signed as an organization. The third biggest was Alex Gordon, four years, $72 million. Salvador Perez, four years, $82 million. Today, they have agreed to give Bobby Wood Jr., 11 years, $288.7 million. Today is a great day if you are a fan of the Kansas City Royals. I do want to get back to the Royals coming up at the top of the hour. The Chiefs are in the Super Bowl, so let's talk a little bit about that, and we'll get back to the Royals coming up in just a bit. So, Rob, you remember there was one stat that I was really proud of myself for acknowledging in the middle part of the season. I said this like week six, week seven. I said, hey, do you know who the Chiefs are? They are the 2015 Broncos. Everybody was yelling at me, screaming, Cancer, you don't know what you're talking about. I said, wait, hold on. They're the 2015 Broncos. Look at their defense. Look at their offensive inconsistency. They are the 2015 Broncos. I was laughed at, scoffed, mocked, ridiculed. I was. Well, Rob, I went back today and I did the numbers about the defense. The 2015 Denver Broncos allowed 340 points in their 19 games. So far, the Kansas City Chiefs, they have played 20 games. They have allowed 335 points. The Kansas City Chiefs defense is better than the defense that the Broncos had in 2015. Now, I'm not saying that I was right, even though I was right. That's not even the point of this. The point of this is... The Kansas City Chiefs are 60 minutes away from locking in an historic defense that people will reference. I mean, I think they already are historic, but we know the Super Bowl enough to know that it is a very results-oriented conversation. It is a win-or-lose proposition. And if the Chiefs win on Sunday and their defense continues to do what their defense has done all season, they will be the defense that people talk about 
for years to come. And if you go back and you look at that defense and how good it was and who was on that defense, that defense had TJ Ward, Chris Harris Jr., Shaquille Barrett was on that team. You remember Derek Wolf, a very good defensive lineman. Akeem Tlaib was on that team. Maybe prime Von Miller was on that team. Demarcus Ware was also on that team. That team had a young Shane Ray. That was a defense that was absolutely loaded and carried that team to a Super Bowl. Eventually, that team broke through because their offense got out of the way and they allowed their defense to be the best unit in the NFL. That was the team that went up against Cam Newton. You remember, Cam was scoring touchdowns on everybody, dabbing. That that Carolina Panthers team won 15 games in the regular season. That Panthers team was strong until they went up against the Broncos defense and the Panthers scored 10 points in the Super Bowl, and Cam Newton was a non-factor in the game. Kansas City's defense is 60 minutes away from being one of those kind of defenses that people reference to and look back. Carolina was a five-point favorite in that game. Five-point favorite. People expected Carolina to run away from that game, and Denver's defense held Cam Newton completely in check, and Cam was really bad. Cam Newton was 18 of 41 for 265 yards in that Super Bowl. Didn't throw a touchdown pass, had one interception. Rob, he was sacked six times in the game and only had 45 yards rushing. They completely neutralized Cam Newton in that game and took away Carolina's best and biggest option and made him a non-factor and completely cut the head off of that offense. If this defense is the defense that we all think that it is, You have to do something similar against a team that has as many weapons as any team in the National Football League. I don't know if you saw the story earlier today, but Trent Williams got the highest pro football focus grade that they have ever given out for an offensive lineman. In the history of pro football focus, Trent Williams got the highest grade they have ever given a player. Christian McCaffrey is the best running back in the NFL and is a future Hall of Fame running back. Debo Samuel is one of the most versatile options. Brandon Ayuk, a strong number two option. George Kittle, a future Hall of Fame tight end. There is not really one thing that you can take away from this team. If you try to take away George Kittle, all right, well, you got Brandon Ayuk and you got Debo Samuel on the outside. If you try to really focus on the pass game, you can get beat by Christian McCaffrey. He can catch the ball out of the backfield and also can give you 100 yards. This is the most versatile offense that this defense has gone up against. It's a great test for the Super Bowl. Your defense is going to be healthy. Their offense is going to be healthy. These are the two best units in the NFL. San Francisco's offense was probably the best and most consistent in the regular season, and we know that about Kansas City's defense. This is what you want in the Super Bowl, the best defense going up against the best offense. We talked about a little Friday with Nate Taylor and then a game of Bink, but Sunday's Super Bowl, based on the Chiefs' defense, is going to be the epitome of history is written by the winners. Because me, you, and Nate all agree that 2020 Chiefs team was the best Chiefs team of this dynasty run. That 2020 team was near immaculate. They brought everyone back. They, they were the best team. They were hands down the most talented. They lost. History, non-Kansas City NFL historians, the story is Tom Brady's swan song beats the Chiefs. The Chiefs defense has a chance to really, really, really cement itself as one of the all-time greats. You have the stats that that's probably the best modern defense we've ever seen, that Broncos one, and they are going to be very similar to that Broncos one. 
they are going to be talked about as a defense with a win and the same ilk as that 15 Broncos and the same ilk as that 2011 Ravens defense, the Ray Lewis swan song that Ed Reed was on that team. They're going to be talked about as some of the best modern defenses we have seen in the NFL with a win. All they have to do is get a win. But if they lose Carrington, we both know the story. People in Kansas city will talk about that defense forever. Joe and Olathe at Stephen Lee summit, Ryan and Ray Moore will always pontificate about man. That defense in 2023 was special. It gets lost to history. Basically immediately. If you don't go out and close the deal on Sunday, you know how people never talk about the number one bills defense from the 13 second game. They didn't close out the deal. If you go do the job, history will remember you in the light of some of the best defense in NFL history. How would you rank what you need to take away from San Francisco? I think it starts number one is Christian McCaffrey. Number two, Debo. Number three, Kittle. Four, Iuke is probably how I would rank it based on what they do. You just know Christian McCaffrey is going to touch the ball 25 times in this game. I mean, he got 24 touches against the Lions. He's just going to get a lot of touches in this game. He's going to get probably 18 to 20 carries. They're going to throw it to him seven times out of the backfield. He's going to be vital to anything that they do. I look at Debo probably number two because of the versatility. He's going to get six to eight targets. They're also going to give him some carries in the run game. Kittle as the safety blanket in the middle of the field. And Ayuk is really their down the field kind of big play wide receiver. I think Brandon Ayuk is one of the better wide receivers in the league and like the perfect complement to what they want to do. How do you rank what you need to take away defensively if you're Kansas City? Number one is uh, Debo Samuel. Number You got him ahead of, uh, ahead ahead of, McCaffrey. of McCaffrey. The numbers of Brock Purdy with and without Debo Samuel are staggering. When Debo Samuel's on the field and Debo Samuel's playing well, Brock Purdy is not Bush Lightboy. Brock Purdy is a good quarterback. Still game manager, but he's good. There's a reason they went into Philadelphia and throttled the Eagles. There's a reason against Dallas they throttled that team. It's because Debo Samuel was playing great football. When Debo went out, what happened? Three-game losing streak. Brock Purdy looked like Bush Lightboy. We started talking about his hand size again. You know, normal NFL stuff. I think Debo Samuel is one because if you can take away the two types of things they do with him and really crank up the onus on Brock Purdy to go beat you, I don't know that Brock Purdy can go beat you, period. I just look at this team in San Francisco and why I think it's such a great test for the defense is just the versatility. I mean, that's that's the thing that I think if you had to give Kyle Shanahan a lot of credit for how he has been an offensive game planner, it is just going out there and Everything that I think people looked at Miami's offense as they were supposed to be, because you know, Rob, I was not sold on Miami's offense over the course of the regular season. It felt very paper tiger. Like they were a team that could really score against bad teams and their offense really struggled against capable defenses. I look at San Francisco's offense is a little bit different. I think they have too many things that you can take away everything that they do. I also think very different than Baltimore. They're going to be committed to running the football. They're going to really challenge. I've done a couple of interviews so far helping get ready for Super Bowl week. And the big question that everybody has asked has been about Kansas City's run defense because the numbers do not shine very favorably on their ability to stop the run. I don't think Baltimore really challenged Kansas City enough to stop the run. San Francisco will. Like San Francisco is not going to have three rush attempts in the second half the way that Baltimore is. If this defense is going to win this game, you're going to have to show. I don't think you can stop Christian McCaffrey. I think he's too good of a player. Their offensive line, the scheme is too good. 
you're going to have to manage Christian McCaffrey, and you're probably going to have to take away one of the other pass-catching options. They've got a couple. But I also think for this offense, I think you can move the ball against San Francisco. I think you can score on this team. I think it's a really balanced chess match on both sides, and we'll see how next Sunday plays itself out. Coming up on the other side, we'll get back to the Royals and the top story of the day that Bobby Witt Jr. has signed a long-term extension with the Royals. A lot of you were bringing up one point about the downtown stadium that I'm confused why it matters so much, but we'll talk about it. Keep it right here, Mr. Drive. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. 